Let's get to Halliburton. Halliburton is sitting at a 52-week high, reported a beat on on its earnings. Uh, oil demand has been on the rise. I have some more details here. Let's bring in the pros. Preston Caldwell is with us, energy analyst over at Morningstar, and Kevin Green, senior derivatives manager at Charles Schwab. Thank you both for being with us. So, Preston, you're, you're talking about Halliburton here, which you think is overvalued at this point. Um, you said about 20% overvalued in, in your notes. Um, compared to what, and tell us what you saw within the reports that made you feel that maybe it's a little toppy. Um, sure. So Halliburton's trading about 20% above our fair value, which is a reflection of the long-term cash flow generation potential of the company. Um, and that's certainly a change in story from where we were a year ago or further back than that. Um, certainly, we were not reluctant to uh, be very bullish on oil field services in the pandemic when people thought there was going to be a large long-term hit to oil demand, which we thought was not going to happen at all. Uh, but that's now changed. Uh, the share prices have risen, and so that uh, buying opportunity is off the table and has gone too far in the other direction. You also have, uh, you know, we have top stories today where you have the IFM predicting slower growth and then oil pulls back and we have a strong dollar. Kevin Green, um, a lot of moving parts, right? What is your big picture of thought here as you're taking a look at this? Thank you, Nicole. Yeah, big picture. The, the volatility is going to be key with a lot of these oil companies, not only when it comes to the drillers, but also the equipment uh, providers as well, which Halliburton's in that business. And the reason being is if you have this volatility in the marketplace, it's hard for companies to be able to forecast out uh, and spend capital expenditures and put money into uh, into the investment to make these uh, drilling wells or rigs or what have you because they're going to be unsure about the actual profit margins that they can provide and have sustainability. So it makes it a little bit difficult. If you can see a little bit of stability going on in the crude oil market and also in the natural gas market, I think that provides a little bit of a tailwind for these energy providers. One thing to note with Halliburton's earnings, they also did note that the actual equipment themselves are coming in a short supply as well, which they are a provider of the equipment. Uh, so they did allude that that could widen out margins, uh, which would be good for the company, but it also also could have an impact on how much they can actually deliver and uh, trying to sustain on their software business, which they continue to grow uh, and tr continue to focus on may uh, experience some headwinds if we can't get the equipment out to uh, the producers. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Makes sense as you talk about what's going on with supply chain issues and some of the headwinds. And um, at the same time, Preston, I was speaking with a, a ship owner. Um, from Greece, where a lot of the ships, right, it's basically a moving pipeline. They're they're moving oil from point A to point B, and he said sometimes we have a lot of ships that would move four days. He has 71 vessels. He's he's putting out ships for, for days, for months on end, because he's having to move more oil from West Africa, from the U.S., to get around what's going on with Russia. Um, that could be an ongoing story. How does that affect some of the other oil names, including Halliburton, but just the group overall. Are there some names that stand out to you as doing better versus those that may face more headwinds because of whatever issues? Well, obviously, um, oil markets are in, in disarray because of the um, war in Ukraine and the fact that sanctions have, uh, as well as voluntary boycotts, have caused the rerouting of large amounts of Russian crude from their natural buyers in, in Europe uh, to, to new buyers, which mean uh, longer 
uh, transit times and uh, more demand on uh, on tankerage. But um, but let's let's not get too caught up on near term issues. Uh, at least our philosophy is really to focus more on the long run. Um, this this disrupt, disruption due to Russia's is really a near term factor. It's not going to mm-hmm. have a long term impact on oil prices. Our long-term forecast is for oil to come down from about 100 today to $55 per barrel uh, WTI. Uh, and that's because this supply response, while it has been sluggish, it is happening. And eventually it will push prices back down. And $55 per barrel is our projection of the break-even cost for U.S. shale, which is the marginal supplier of oil. I, you know, I had to pick my job off the table. I, I wasn't aware that you had a fifty-five dollars target on. This is for West Texas, right? I mean, we're at a hundred dollars yep. a barrel now, right? One oh two. What time frame? Just to follow up on this, Preston. I don't want to leave it. I just it's, what time uh, it's, frame it's, are we talking? Yeah, so we're talking about a, a about five years out. So again, you know, like I said, uh-huh. we're we're a long-term focused um, investment shop. Okay. Uh, so I think you know, if you think about what affects the value of the company, it's not what yeah. happens in the next 12 months; it's what happens in the next right. 10 plus years. Okay. So I mean, you have a long way to go to to get to those dar- targets. Yeah. Kevin, um, your final thoughts here. You have resistance. You have support. You're watching some details on charting quickly, Kevin. Yep, for Halliburton, I have a short-term resistance level at $45, short-term support at $37.50. Just to keep in mind there, Nicole, we continue to talk about the oil space. It's a really wide space right now. I would say probably the refiners, uh, the Valeros, Marathon Petroleum, Phillips 66, they probably have the biggest, uh, uh, you know, area for improvement if you want to or or market cap that they can actually capture uh, opportunity in this marketplace and then also you're looking at the storage space when you're looking at energy kinder morgan energy transfer partners things of that nature so those might be the ones that may be able to weather the storm uh, no matter what is actually occurring with the supply chain at this point in time because they can uh, be able to fit the need whether it's gasoline whether it's jet fuel heating oil things of that nature so just something to look at as far as an industry within the oil sector itself or energy sector and most of those names that I have in, on my list here are actually at 52-week highs or all-time highs, like uh, Marathon's at an all-time high, Devon, Kinder Morgan. I, I see a lot of those, um, you know, Marathon. So good to speak with you both. Preston and Kevin, thank you. Preston Caldwell of Morningstar, Kevin Green, Charles Schwab. Thank you both very, very much for joining us here on The Watch List.